Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Yitzchak Shachter. Meseches Sukkah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Noach Stengel. Le'iloi Nishmas, Faival Yosef ben Chaim Leib, and Yehuda Zev ben Faival Yosef. Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, the shear on Daf Mem Hey. The Mishnah on top of the Yomud says, Bechol yoy makifin is hamazbeach pamachas, so every day of Sukkot there was one hakafa, and on the the seventh day of Sukkot, Hashanah Rabbah, there were seven hakafas. Now we had a machlekes amiroyim and daf mem gimel as to what this hakafa was with. We had a machlekes Rabbi Yosef and Abaya. Rabbi Yosef held the hakafa was belulav, and Abaya held the hakafa was ba'arava. Now, it's mavur in that sugya that this machloikis is totally on a shayla of whether arova is bizkifa or arova is benetila. The Gemara over there had said, I'm Rabbi Yosef, man leimolon, darova benetila, doma bizkifa, which means that the arova was not used as, was not benetila, was not taken. It was not used in any hakafa. Rather, what they did was, like the Mishnah says, they would go to Moitza, they would bring murbiya shal arova, and there would be uh, that's all they did. There was no hakafas with Arava. So therefore, when the Mishnah says, it's not by Arava, because Arava was not Benatila. Arava was Bizkifa. And Abaya holds, no, Arava was Benatila. There was a hakafa. So since Arava was Benatila, Mestavra, when the Mishnah says that they, they went around the Mizbeach, Mestavra, they went around with the Arava. Now, the Gemara's Maskana is Arava Benetila, because the Gemara brings a brice at the bottom of Memgimel Amit Beis, a brice with the Baitusim, Hikiru Bahen Ame Haaretz, Vishom Tumitachas Havonim. So the Lashon of the brice there is that there was a Chibut Arava. So the Gemara says, Alma Benetilahi. So we see that Arava is Benetila, not just Peskifa, Arava is Benetila. So, and the Gemara says, yet, Yufta, Rabbi Yosef is Agishlogin, and the Halachi is, Arava is Benetila. So therefore, if we go back to our Mishnah, our Mishnah says, B'chol yom akifin is hamizbeach pamachas, so since the Maskonas Hasugi is Arava is Benetila, so therefore, L'cha'ira, that would lead us to understand that the Mishnah is referring here to Arava, the Hakafa around the Mizbeach was Ba'arava. Now, if we look at Toysvis, so Taisvis says, So Taisvis is saying that the Mishnah starts off and says that they brought the Aravis and there was Zoikvin Oysan Betzidi Hamizbeach. So Tais wants to know, what do you mean? The Maskanas HaSugi Lechayra is, is that Aravis Benetila. So since Aravis Benetila, so then there was a Hakafa. So the Chayur, first there was a Hakafa around the Mizbech, and then there was Eikvinus Abitzidi Hamizbech. So Taisvis says, Enochanami. The Mishnah is out of order. When it says, Vizaikvinus Abitzidi Hamizbech, that wasn't the first thing they did. Really, the first thing they did was, Bechol Yom Akifinus Hamizbech Pamachas, because Aravis Benetila. And then there was Eikvinus Abitzidi Hamizbech. So that would seem to be the Parshat Pshat in the Mishnah based on the Maskan of the Sugya. The problem is, is that l'cha'ira, then we have no makar for our minig, which is what we do on Sukkis. We do hakafa belulav. Every day we go around the bima once, and on Hashanah Rabbah we go around the bima seven times. Now l'cha'ira, if you say that the hakafa in the base hamigdash was belulav, so then that's good, it's zeichel amigdash. We have a zeichel amigdash of lulav for sev- all seven days. So as a zeichel amigdash, we do the hakafa. So that means that when it says in the Mishnah, "Bechol yom akifin es hamizbeach pamachas vois hayayim sheva pa'amim," that was belulav, and that's our minik. We are doing a zeichel amigdash. However, if you learn that it was ba'arava, which is l'chayur de maskonas hasugya, so then it would come out that the hakafas in the base hamigdash was not belulav; it was ba'arava. Now we only have a zeichel amigdash of one day with arava. That's the Gemara. On Daf Memdalad Amud Aleph, the Gemara over there says, "Arava de Les Leikim Menatayra is Loyavdina on Shiva Zeichel Mikdash." So we only have a Zeichel Mikdash of one day of Arava. So Lachayra, why are we makif the why are we makif the bima all seven days of Sukkot? If we only have a Zeichel Mikdash one day and they were makif by Arava, so then we should only be makif one day because that's our Zeichel Mikdash. So how does our minig stim with the sugya? What compounds this question is that there's a shail in the Rishayim. If a person does not have a lulav, 
does he do hakafa? Does is he makif the bima during hashanas if he does not have a lulav? The Rama in Simin Tofresh Samach Siv Beis Paskins he says Misha Einloy Lulov Einoy Makif Vecheinoyegim. The minig is that if a person does not have a lulav, he's not makif. And the question is why? In the Mikdash they weren't makif belulav either. So even if a person doesn't have a lulav, and for some reason we're doing a zeichel Mikdash all seven days, and the, in the Mikdash the hakafa was Barava, so then the person should be able to be makif even if he doesn't have a lulav. So this is the Shaila Lakhiro, how does this how does our minik of being makif belulov, and if a person doesn't have a lulov, he's not makif, how does that stem with the sugya, which appears to say that the hakafa was ba'arav and not belulov? That's question number one. Question number two is that it is mafurish in the Rambam, in Hilchas Lulov Perak Zayin Halachachov Gimel, that the hakafa was belulov. The Rambam says, Every day they will be makif the mizbech with a lulav one time. And he says, So the Rambam was saying clearly that the hakaf in the Beis HaMikdash was belulav, and they would do it every day, and we, b'chol mekoymois, are noyig al zeichel amigdash to be makif, k'derech shahoyu makif in his So the Rambam says clearly that the hakafa was belulav, and l'cha'ira, how does that stem with the sugi? The maskonas ha-sugi was arova benetila. And if arova is benetila, so that means that the hakafa was, was, was by arova. So there's a tshuva from Rashi, which is brought down in the Sefer or Zeruah here on the, in the fourth parak of uh, of Sukkah. Rashi was asked the Shiloh, if a person doesn't have a lulav, if he could be makif. This Shiloh that we spoke out previously from the Rishonim um, was a Shiloh. The Shiloh asked Rashi, so Rashi answers like this. He says that first, in the beginning, I was asked the Shiloh. I was already asked on this question, and I answered, I answered that there is hekif, meaning even if a person does not have a lulav, he could still be makif. So Rashi says, But I made a mistake. And the reason I made a mistake, Rashi says, is the cheshbin that we said. Because since the Gemara's maskone is, is that our robe has been a and if our rov has been a tila, so that means that the hekif, the hakafa that was done in the base hamigdash was by our rov. Our rov has been a tila. So since the hakafa was done by our rov, so even if a person doesn't have a lulav, he could still do hakafa, zeichel hamigdash. That's what Rashi's original cheshbon was. Then he says, "Amal ata shel achi." I give yashikoych to my brother. V'yosef oimetz shalamadati milpulpuloi. I learned from his pilpul that that's not the pshat in the sugya. The pshat in the sugya is like this. There are really three questions, three possibilities of what was done with the arova in the mikdash. Rabbi Yosef holds that arova was biskifa, which means that it was only put on the side of the mizbeach, and that was all they did with arova. Another possibility is that they did arova benetila, which means that they did chibut arova. They would be, they would take their rova and they would bang it on the floor. Kiminogenu, that's the that's arova benetila chibut arova. Then there's a third possibility that not only did they do the chibut with arova, but the hakafa they also did by arova. So Rashi says like this: the pshat in the machlekes between Rabbi Yosef and Abaya, if arova bezkifa and arova benetila, has nothing to do with hakafa. That's just a shaila. Was the arova just bezkifa? Or did they do Natila as well? Did they do Chibut Arava as well? Now Abaya goes along, comes along and brings a raya from the Mishnah. The Mishnah says from our Mishnah, So Abaya was bringing a raya that if the Mishnah says that there was Hakafa Ba'arava, so we see that it wasn't just Zakifa. We see that they actually did something with the Arava. So Arava's been Natila. He's bringing a raya from the Mishnah that if they did hakafa with Arava, so that would prove Arava's benetila, would be a raya kineged Rabbi Yosef. However, Rabbi Yosef comes in and answers no. He says, no, that's not, that's not the case. He says, loy belulav. The hakafa was with a lulav. Now, does that mean Arava bizkifa? No. 
Arava could still be Benetila, because maybe they did Chibut Arava. But Rabbi Yosef wasn't coming to say, bring a raya from this Mishnah, that it was only Bezkifa. Rabbi Yosef was just saying that the Hakafa was done Belulav, and therefore you have no raya from the Mishnah that Arava is Benetila. So come to Chais, that there's really two separate Machlaikas in here between Abai and Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef holds Arava's Bezkifa. Abaya says, no, Arava's Benetila, which means Chibut Arava. Now there's another Shaila. The second Shaila is, was the Hakafa in the Beis Hamikdash done by Arava or Balulav? Abaya says that it was done by Arava. And he wants to bring a raya from there that we see that the Arava is Benetila, that we do do, we do take the Arava, we do something with the Arava, we're makif with the Arava. Rabbi Yosef says, no, over there the Hakafa was Balulav, no Shaykh is Tarava. But that doesn't necessarily affect the first Shaila of whether Arava is Bezakif Arava Benetila. It only affects it if you say the Hakafa in the Beis Hamikdash was by Rava, so that shows us yes, Arava is Benetila. But if Hakafa is Belulav, good, so the Hakafa was Belulav, but we could still have a Shiloh, what they did with the Arava. Did they do just Kif or did they do Natila? So says Rashi, when the Gemara comes out of the Maskana, that Arava is Benetila, what's the Maskana? The Maskana is, is that they were Chayvet Arava, there was Chabot on the Arava, there was Chibot Arava, but it doesn't say anywhere in that Brisa that there was Hakafa by Arava. So the Maskana Sasugia says Rashi is that Arava is Benetila, which means Arava is Chibut Arava. But Hakafa, Hakafa is Belulav. That doesn't change. That's a member of Rabbi Lozar and that stays. So Rashi says, Lafizeh, it comes out that if a person doesn't have a Lulav, he's not Makif. Because since the whole Hakafa in the base Hamigdash was Belulav, and we're doing a Zechel Amigdash by being Makif around the Bima. So if a person doesn't have a lulav, he's not makif, because that's not zeichel mikdash. This is the tshuva of Rashi, and this is the way it's brought down in the Sefer Erzaruah in Hilchah Sukkah. Now, this Rashi, it comes out that everything is answered. Our minik, that were makif belulav, is a zeichel mikdash. Because in the mikdash they were makif belulav. Even like the maskana that are rubber benetila, they were still makif belulav. And that's why we do it all seven days. Because we do have a Zechel Mikdash of seven days for Lulav. So since in the Mikdash they, they took the Lulav, they were noitel Lulav all seven days, and they were makif with the Lulav, so as a ze- part of the Zechel Mikdash, we do both as well, all seven days. And that's why the Rambam Paskins that the Hakafa was Belulav, because that's the Maskona Sasugya. The Maskona Sasugya is, is that Arava Benetila, but the Hakafa was Belulav. And Mimela, that's Pshad in our meaning, that if a person doesn't have a lulav, he's talking about makif, like this Chuvis Rashi. Now, this much is clear, that Toysvis is chaylik on this Chuvis Rashi, because Toysvis says that the hakafa was by Rav, Laman Diyama Benetila. Toysvis says, Hainu, the zoik for Noisa, Betzidiyam is bech, Hainu la'achas shehikifu pamachas, Laman Diyama, Rav Benetila. So Toysvis is saying that if you all are Rav Benetila, the hakafa was by Rav. So, according to Toysvis, the Maskana Sasugya is that Arava Benetila also means that the Hakafa was done with the Arava. So it would come out according to Toysvis that if a person Taka doesn't have a Lulav, he could still be Makif because the Hakafa in the Beis Amigdash was not done by Lulav, it was done by Arava. And Taka over there in Simon Tafresh Samach, we quoted there Amo who says that the Minig is not to be Makif, but the Mechabas Chalik. The Mechabas says, Noyagim la Hakif af Misha'in lo Lulav. The minig is, even if a person doesn't have a lulav, he does hakafa. And there are more ads on that. So it's a machlaikis, it's a machlaikis in the Rishayim, a shayla, what the minig is. And there are more paskins, the minig is not to be makif, which is what we just said over B'Shem the Truvis Rashi. The Mechaba holds like Toysvis. Now, one interesting thing that I saw, Teich Advarim, is the Bach discusses. What appears to be two different minhogim as far as the hakafa that we do in the base haknesses. The lashon of the Rambam is ukranogu yisrael b'chol hamakoyimus lohaniach teva beemtza base haknesses. They put the teva in the middle of the base haknesses, and the Torah also says such a lashon. And the Bach explains that this teva is not the bima. The teva is mavur in the sugyus and tainus b'sechta tainus that the teva was the aron kodesh, but not the aron kodesh that we have in the wall. It appears that they had a separate teva where they took the sifrei Torah out of the aron kodesh in the wall and they would put it into this teva and it would act as sort of an aron kodesh. And 
they would, when, when the Shliach Tzibur would be yared to his palal, he would stand in front of this teva. So the Rambam is saying, they take this teva, which is really an Aron Kodesh, and they put it in the middle of the shul, just like they were makif the Mizbech. So that appears that one minig is that they were makif this teva, which was really an Aron Kodesh. And the Bach brings our minig, which is to be makif the Bima. We take the Sifrei Torah, we take them to the Bima, and we're makif the Bima. So he says, very interesting thing, he says that why, what, what is this minig, what are the Tumen Hagim Talion? So he says that Bizman HaMikdash, the Hakafa was around the Mizbech. The Mizbech was the, was the Mokam Kapara. That's what Klaal Yisrael was Zechit to Kapara by bringing Karbonus on the Mizbech. They were Zechit to Kapara. So Bizman HaZeh, so the Tumen Hagam are like this. One Minig is because the, the, the Karbonus Tzibur that were brought on the Mizbech are represented nowadays by the Shliach Tzibur, who davens for the Ahmed, uh, in front of the Teva, in front of this uh, Aron Kodesh. So since the Shliach Tzibur, who represents the Tzibur, this is a representation of our Kapara, this is Mechapar on Klal Yisrael. So therefore, we want to do the Hakafa around this Teva. The other minute holds that Shmias HaTayra is Mechapar Aleinu. Kapara, when a person hears Kriyas HaTayra, he's Mata Oizen, he listens to Kriyas HaTayra, so he, that is kapara. He's being zeichet to kapara. The kapara that we have, bizman is listening to Kriya Satayra. So Mamela, that minig is to do the hakafa around the bimo, which is where we hear Kriya Satayra. So when a person davens for the Ahmed, or when a person is listening to Kriya Satayra during the year, he's liable to forget, but it's important to remember that the reason why we do hakafos around uh, around these things, either the teva, the Rambam, and the Tur, or Arminic to do the bima, is because these are things which are mechaper aleinu, either the shleach tzibur representing karbonas tzibur or kriyas hatayra, which is mechaper aleinu when we hear kriyas hatayra. Now the Mishnah says bechol yom akifin es hamizbeach pamachas va'omrim ono Hashem hoshiono ono Hashem hatzlichono. So what is that? So Rashi explains that those two le- those two words are shemos of the seventy two shemos of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and Mimela they were used by the Hakafa of the Mizbech. So Toisvus asks, he says, Why do we punk say these two shemos out of the seventy two? So Toysvus answers, "Mishum de Darshin and Beicher Rabasi, Kroder Siv Beicheskel Vaani Beseich Hagoyla, Ukroder Siv Beyermia Vehu Aser Bazikim that he was bound by chains. Kaviyachal Hu Baatzmai, Kaviyachal Hakadosh Baruch Hu Himself, Vahainu Hoshano Sheyoshil Atzmai. The tefillah is that Hakadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyachal should save himself from the galus that he himself has put has put himself into. So Mamela, these two names represent." This fact that Hakadosh Baruch Hu Kviyachol Besech Hagoyla, so therefore that's why these two names are said. Now, it's mashma in Chazal that Hakadosh Baruch Hu actually gave Yirmiyah a choice about this. In the beginning of Kapitel Mem, <coughs> the pasuk says Hadover Asher Hoya El Yirmiyahu Meis Hashem. So Chazal say, what was this? What was this nevuah? So Hashem said to Yirmiyah, Either you go down with them to Golos and I'll stay here. Or I'll stay here and you go with them. So Omar, so Yirmiyah said, What can I help the Yidin that are going into Golos? The, the Creator should go with them, because he can help them a lot. So Yermia chose that Hashem should go down with the Goyla to Bavel, and that he would stay in Eretz Yisrael. And it's interesting to note that the, the Golos in Bavel flourished. The Yidin flourished in Bavel. And they, they were able to come back and build Bayashani. Whereas the Yidin in Eretz Yisrael was, were completely destroyed. Right after this, the story with Gedalia ben Achikam happened, where he was murdered. And the entire community, whatever was left, fled to Mitzrayim, which was also against the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
and they ended up completely decimated without any Hatzlacha, without any Siyat Deshmaya. And it appears that this was a result <coughs> of Yirmiya's decision here. Yirmiya decided that it's better for Klal Yisrael if HaKadosh Baruch Hu would be B'Seich HaGailah, because they would flourish in Golas and they would eventually come back. And this is what we daven for on Sukkis, and we say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be Mashiach La'atzma Kivayachal, he should save himself and bring us back from Golas. Now, the Mishnah fears us, Miyad, so Rashi learns, So Rashi is learning, Miyad means from the hands of. Miyad Tinoikos, from the hands of the Tinoikos, the Gedolim take away their Esroigim and they eat them. So Rashi says, There's no Isahesh, there's a heter that since it's done, machma simcha, so there's no esekzela. Now Rashi on daf mevavam with beis is ma'orer that there's really another way to learn pshat in this mishnah. You can learn pshat that miyad means immediately tinoikus shem tenis lulvein vayichlam esregeim. Now Rashi over there in daf mevavam with beis brings a raya that his pshat is correct because he brings a brachus rabba. Who, who brings a story, Someone gave, a chassid echot gave a, a large matona to an oni, to a poor man. His wife got angry at him. He ran away. He didn't have what to eat on a shana rabbi. So he went and he grabbed the esregim from the hands of the tinoikos. Like it says in the mission over there. So we see from this bracious rabbi that, it, that, the, that the pshat in the mission is that you're allowed to take away the esregim and eat them. And this, that's what this chassid did in order to be mefarnish himself. And the bracious rabbi for his voice that he... He went to a place where they needed a sregim, the refuah. He sold him a godl, and he came back a rich man. I'll call upon him, it's mavur, in this bracious rabbi, that the pshat is that one is permitted to take the esregim away from the tinoikos. Now, Toysfus on Daf Memheom and Aleph <coughs> brings this pshat in Rashi, from Rashi, and he says, V'yeish l'olmog mikan l'oisim bachrim, sh'reichvim besusim likras chosim, v'nolchomim zeim zeh, those bachrim that put on a shtick in front of the chassan and they ride with horses and they're the nilcham, they have like a mock fight. And one is mazik, the other one, shein peturim, they're potter. So Toysu says that if you learn Pshat in the Mishnah like Rashi, that you're allowed to be shamed, the Esregim of the Ketanim, so it comes out that Machma Simcha. You're allowed, to, you're allowed to do a Maisek like Rashi says. So we see that Simcha, if you're doing something that's a heter for Gzela. So Toysu says, well, then it would be a heter for Mazik, and the Mazik would be Potter. Now Toysu's fear is that this is not Mukhrich in the Mishnah. It's only Mukhrich in Rashi's Pshat in the Mishnah, but there's another Pshat in the Mishnah, like we spoke out. It doesn't mean that you grab from the kids. It means right away. So here we have the two Mahalchim in the Mishnah, and the Nafkamin al-Alocha is whether there is a heter Machmasimcha for the Isurim of Gzela or the Isurim of Masik. Now, the Goin in Chosh Mishpat, Simin Shinai Ches, speaks out that Hagam, that Rashi brought a raya from the Bracious Rabbah, that the Pshat in the Mishnah is that you're allowed to take it away from the kids, says, Lamaisa, in our Girsa, we don't have that there. We have a different Girsa in that Bracious Rabbah. And he says, not only that, it's not Mestavra Bechlal, that that Hagah on Daf Memvav is really from Rashi himself. Because if it would be, then Toysvis and the Rosh would have already brought it down. So it sounds like it was a Hagah from somebody else who brought a raya to Rashi, based on his girsa in the Bereshus Rab. However, according to our girsa, there's no such raya. The Gain also says that this machloikis, had a shad in our Mishnah, makes this nafkamin al-alocha. Is there a ptur mishum simcha? Now, what's very interesting is that the Ramah in Hilchas Purim brings this toysvis as a makar for something completely different. The shail over there is, is a person allowed to wear a a mask or a costume that has shatnas in it. 
Another shaila is whether a person is allowed to wear a costume that there would be an issue of leisulbash, le that it would be a man wearing woman's clothing or a woman wearing man's clothing. So is there an issue or not? So the Dakimosha in Simon Tafresh Tadivov in Hulchas Purim brings from the Truvis Mari Mints that he wants to be matir based on this Toysus. He says, since you see that Toysus holds that there's no Isaac Zelo Mazik when it's, when it's done Mishum Simcha, so we see that Mishum Simcha is a heter for Yisrael Deiraisa, so therefore will be a heter for wearing, he's talking there about Kalayim Adarabonon, he says, Kol Shekain, it's a heter for wearing Kalayim Adarabonon, or for the Israel of Lesulba, since it's done Machma Simcha. And the Dachimosha brings that the Tshuvus Mari Brin is chaylik on this, and he says, no, there's no, there's no Tzushtel, because by Mazik, and by Gzela, those are Yisurim, which are nitin l'mechila. Masha'en came, the Yisurim of, of Shatnez, or the, the Yisurim of Loisulbash, is not something which is nitin l'mechila, and therefore there's no Tzushtal. Machma Simcha, people understand that when people get a little wilder because of Simcha, so they understand that they're open to a possible Hezek, should it get out of control. Masha'en came, so Memele the Moichel, Masha'en came, but other Yisurim, there's no, there's no Makur, that Mechila would work. This is the Da'ak Moshe in Simen Tafresh Tadivov. By the Mitzvah Arav and the Beis Hamikdash, they would bring large Aravas, Aruchais, Ugvois, Ravais, Acharas, or Ama, eleven Amas tall. Kadeshu Goich, Samusbeach Ama, that they should be able to lean over the top of the Mizbeach and Ama. Now, Goyis Rami Ranchberg is Goyis instead of Rabbis, he's Goyis Rakais. And Pashtus, the shot, why he's Goyis Rakais is Rakais means soft, that they were soft. Aravis, in order they be able to bend over the top of the Mizbeach. And the Gemara Darshan's on this, the Pasuk, Rebavo, says, the Pasuk is referring to this when it says, Isru Chag Ba'avaisim Adkanis HaMizbeach. That over here, the Torah is hinting to Isru Chag Ba'avaisim, to place next to the Mizbeach, the Avaisim, the Ilanais, Adkanis HaMizbeach, and they reach so high over the corners of the Mizbeach. The Emes of Yoshebeh from Boston had a Messiah that Rechaim Salvechik on a Shana Rabbah would bring a very large Arava and he'd be Zaykif next to the Bima in order to make a Zeichel Amigdash. And the Pshat is because the Bima we know is Bimakim the Mizbeach. And like we see that even today Zeichel Amigdash were Makif the Bima with our love and Menesroigim, a Zeichel to the Migdash where they used to be Makif around the Mizbeach as well. And when Mela saw the Pshat is, who I did, he said, Rav Chaim had a minog, that on a Shana Rabbi he'd go ahead and be Zaykif, the Arava, next to the Bima, a Zaykha to this that they did in the Migdash. Some say the reason why the Bima is considered a Zaykha to the Mizbeach is because, after all, by the Bima we read the Kriyas Hatayr of the Parsha of the Karbanis, and the Gemara in Tainus teaches us that Avram Avinu was concerned that when there be no base Hamigdash, how would Claudius will get the Kapara? That's enacted through the Karbanis. On that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Menachem of Ramavinu by telling him that they'll read the Parsha of the Karbanis and through that, it will be as if they're bringing a Karban. And I must say, the Bima, where we read the Kriya of the Parshas that talk about the Karb of the Karbanis, is in place of Mizbeah. Now, Rabbi Vo also says with Shem Rabbi Lazar that Kalanaito Luav Ba'agudai Vahadas Ba'avusai Malav of Akasu Ki'ilu Bana Mizbeach Vahikrav Olav Karbun. From this Pasika, as well as Marame, Zakhtar Bavo, Vishem Rabbi Lazar, that anyone who takes a Luav Ba'agudai takes the Luav and he's Aiga the Luav, he ties them all together. And the Hadas, the Torah is mild as if he built a Mizbeach and he brought a carbon on top of the Mizbeach. This is hinted to again in the passage of Isru Chag Ba'avaisim Ad Karnas HaMizbeach. Isru is a Lashon of tying together, which is a reference to tying together the Aguda, the Lua, which ties together the Minim. Ba'avaisim is a reference to the Hadas, which is Avais, made of three Badim, of a Klia, of like a three things together. And therefore it's Nechshav, Ad Karnas HaMizbeach, as if you're bringing a carbon on the Karnas HaMizbeach. The Masha explains that really there are two parts over here. Making the Lulav itself and being Eigedit, he says, is a mitzvah, like building the Mizbeach. And going ahead and taking the Lulav and Esrik afterwards is like HaKravas HaKarban on top of the Mizbeach. Akopanim L'chayr, let's try to explain over here how come dafka we find by this mitzvah the tilas Lulav and Esrik, the Gemara says it's daimit to someone building a Mizbeach and being makriv a carbon on top of it.
Lecharu, we can explain this in the following way. The Gemara previously in the Sechta Sukkah, Nath Mem Aleph Lamed Beis, had darshaned from the Lekachtem, Lachem B'yayim Arishin, from the Russian Rabbim, that you shall take, Malyayim Arishin, Priyayi Anaf it's always the love and the sraigan. The Gemara darshans from there should tell Kicha biyad kol echad echad. That there is halacha that every single individual must take the lulav and esrog himself. The kapis tomorrow over there is very bothered by the Gemara. Lachara, why do we need a new drasha, a new pasuk to teach us this halacha? That lulav and esrog, every single individual must take the lulav and esrog himself, and he cannot be yaita his mitzvah. Through shlichas, through someone else being his agent, that would seem to be a milsa the pshita. That's something which does not even need a pasuk for to tire to tell us that. After all, why is it any different than any mitzvah shebegufai, any mitzvah that is done with the guf? For example, tefillin, putting on tefillin, and so on and so forth. That over there it's pasha that one cannot fulfill the obligation of putting on tefillin. One cannot tell his friend to put on tefillin for him, even though we know there's a concept of making an agent of shlichus in the Torah. However, when it comes to a mitzvah which has to be done with your guf, we don't even need a pasuk to tell me you cannot tell your friend to put on tefillin for you. If so, frak the kapis tomorrow. Why does the Torah need to say lekachdem that every individual must take lulav and esrog, and he cannot fulfill his obligation of until lulav and esrog through shlichas through an agent? Why is it different than every mitzvah beguf like putting on tefillin where it's a davar pashit that one cannot fulfill the mitzvah through making a shliach? We can add to be mechazek his question. With the words of the Taisus read on Sechus Kedushin on Daf Mem Gimel Amid Aleph, the Gemara Masechus Kedushin on Daf Mem Gimel Amid Aleph had finished saying that by even though we find the concept of Shlichus in the Torah, we find the concept of making a messenger, making an agent. However, when it comes to an Avera, if someone would send an agent to kill someone for him, or send an agent to eat Chelav, Alacha is ain't Shliach the Devar Avera. There is no concept of Shlichus when it comes to doing an Avera, and the reason given is because. After all, he has he's an obligation, the Shlech himself has an obligation to listen to Hashem and not to listen to you, and therefore there is no Yisait of Shlichus. So the Taisha Srit over there brings down a question that Yesh Makshim, some are bothered. If so, it would seem to be that this Svara is limited only when it comes to an Avera. To transgressing something against the Divri Harav. Over there, there's a Svara of Divri Harav. However, when it comes to mitzvahs, according to this, should work. And therefore, why can't a person tell his friend, you sit in the sukkah for me? Or tell his friend, you put on tefillin for me? So the Taishrit answers the Lav Milsahi. The question is not a valid question. Why? After all, the mitzvah that the Torah, Kaddish Baruch, is obligated to do himself. How could he fulfill that obligation through a messenger? And the person himself, who is getting the mitzvah to be counted for him, was not involved in any way. The Taishrit explains. When it comes to making a messenger as far as Gerish and divorcing one's wife, or being Makadisha Isha, marrying a woman, over there it works, the Taishrit explains. After all, it is somehow able to be traced back to the original person, because after all, he says, it says in the get, it says clearly in the get, even though Shimon was the shliach, who actually gave over the get, but in the get itself it's written, Ruvain is divorcing Leah, his, his wife. And therefore, the action of Shimon, we can view as an extension of Ruvain doing it. After all, there's a connection back to Ruvain. It says in the get that he's the one who's divorcing his wife. And after all, he's becoming divorced from her. There's a chalais. The actual happening is happening to the Mishaleach, to the, to the one who sent the messenger. Huad in the Taishas Rit says when it comes to Kedushin, even though the one who actually gave over the ring was the messenger was Shimon, but at the end of the day it's Ruvain who becomes married to this woman, and therefore the action of Shimon we could view as an extension of Ruvain, we could see it connecting back to Ruvain. And he goes on, and so Huadin by Truma, we find by Truma a concept of a messenger works. He says over there as well, after all, the person, the Shriach, who's giving the Truma, is giving the Truma from the fruits of the one who sent him. And again, we see the connection between the action of the messenger and with the Mishaleach, the one who sent him. Huadin by Karim Pesach. After all, the, mess, the one who sent the messenger, the Mishaleach, 
He's the one who eats from the Karim Pesach, and more, more than that, more so, the carbon itself is shafted l'shem, the abylum, the original owner, the user kadam, the blood is spritzed, l'shem, the original owner, mashe'enkein, by a sukkah, as the Taisa read, can a person tell his friend, you go ahead and sit in the sukkah for me? Of course not. There's no way, like him who klum, he is not connected at all to this action that happened. And the Taisa read himself, cites afterwards an example of the chayin luav, and who had been by luav. How could I make a messenger to you for you to take a little of an asterisk from me. After all, there is no connection back to the Mishalach. And by all mitzvahs, it is that way. So the Taishas Rid clearly says that by law of an asterisk, there's no svar to say that a shliach could work. Shlichus could only work where the messenger's action is given validity and it's connected back to the Mishalach because in some way the Mishalach is affected. Either he's actually getting divorced or he's getting married. But Akhopanam by mitzvahs where there's nothing here to connect them back, shlichus should not work. If so, we're back to the question of the copies tomorrow. Why does the Gemara say that the Lakachta needs to come teach us that every individual must take a little of an Esrik himself and he cannot fulfill his obligation through Shlichus? Obviously not. By all mitzvahs, there is no concept of Shlichus. The Chsam Seifer comes to answer the question of the Kapis Tamarim, and he says the Kapis Tamarim had understood the Gemara when the Gemara was saying each individual must take rule of an asterisk. The Havamina would have been that one could be yaitza his obligation of Matilas rule of an asterisk through the concept of Shlichus. The Chsam Seifer says that's not what the Gemara means. Avada the Gemara knows that that's Pashit, that definitely one cannot fulfill his mitzvah obligation of taking rule of an asterisk through making appointing a messenger. Rather, the Gemara's Havamina was that we would have thought that the same way we find a Gemara Masechus Menachos and Daf Samech Heim where the Gemara teaches as well by the counting of the Oymer Sfiras Oymer Usfartem Lachem over there as well the Torah used the Russian Rabbim a plural language Usfartem Lachem that over there the Gemara as well Darshan Shet the Sfira of Kol Echad Ve'Echad every individual must say the Sfiras Oymer himself and Taisus over there explains however when it comes to the Mitzvah of counting the years of the Yavel, counting all the years until the 50th year, the year of Yavel. Over there, Tysus points out, over there the Torah's language is, Usafarta Lecha, and you, the individual, shall count these years. And over there the Pshat is because the Torah is referring to Bezdin. That Bezdin has the obligation to count the years until the Yavel. And Tysus says, perhaps Bezdin even makes a bracha. To be cipher the years of the Yavel, similar to us that we make a bracha on Sphere Saimer. Memela Zaktik Sam Cipher, the Havamina over here in the Gemara by Sukkah was the same way that we find when it comes to the sphere of Yavel, that there would have been a Havamina, that Bezin is the one that counts the years of the Yavel, and who Adin Taisis is Mashma, he's learning Pshat in the Gemara Menachis. The reason why we need a special Sfartam Lachem by Sphere Saimer is to teach us that every individual must count for himself, and the Bezin is not the one that counts the Sphere Saimer. Zaktik Sam Cipher, so who Adin the Havamina over here would have been that perhaps Bezdin Hagadol is the one that takes Lul of an Asterig and they fulfilled the obligation for Gans Klal Yisrael, not through a concept of Shlichus, that they're the messenger of Klal Yisrael, that the obligation really is upon every individual and they are just the messenger of Klal Yisrael, but rather the obligation itself, Meikara, is on Bezdin itself, the same way by Yavel the mitzvah is that Bezdin should be the ones to count the years of the Yavel and there would have been a Havamina as well, that Bezdin is the one that has the mitzvah to count the Sphiris Ha'imer, the days between Pesach and Shavuos, who had in the Havamid would have been that the mitzvah of Lul of an Asterik is that Bezdin should take Lul of an Asterik. And therefore the Gemara has to tell us no, that every individual is obligated to take the Lul of an Asterik himself. Those are the words of the Chsam Seifer. The Nitziv, however, is very bothered by the Chiddush of the Chsam Seifer. The Nitziv and Murami Sadam Dachav Zayin Amabez asks a very strong question on the approach of the Chsam Seifer. The Nitziv says like this, I understand when it comes to Sphira Sa'aymer that there could have been a Havamina that Bezdin should be the one that counts the days of the Aymer and only Bezdin is similar to Yavel where only Bezdin is the one that counts the years of the Yavel because after all the same way that Yavel is the way that the Shtalavet 
to establish this cycle. Huadin Sviras Haimer is the count in order to establish when Shvuas is. And therefore, that is something that we can understand that I could have said is inherently something that is specifically delegated to Bezdin. However, Luav and Esrig, what type of Havamina is it that only the Bezdin Agado would take Luav and Esrig? Hayitachin, is it possible to say that there would have been a Havamina as well? That the Bezdin Agado, Shi'ida Kezayis Matzah, the night of the Seder, for everyone else? And that's the whole obligation that Bezdin and Agadol are the only ones that eat a Kezayis Matzah on the night of the Seder? The same way that we understand over there, we, we, we would not entertain such a thought. Because the Kezayis Matzah has nothing to do with Bezdin. So Zatdin Itzim, I don't understand what the Chum Seifer is saying. Why would there be a Havamina by Luav and Esrig that the whole Chiyav Meikara is only Rami on the Bezdin Agadol? The whole obligation to begin with is only incumbent upon the Bezdin Agadol. Perhaps we can explain the words of the Chassam Seifer, and after explaining the Yisrael of the Chassam Seifer, we'll get back to explaining our Gemara. Why this, what is this uniqueness that we find by the midst of Lulav and Esri that the Gemara says it's as if building a Mizbeach and bringing upon the Mizbeach a carbon? The Gemara Mesech the Sukkah and Daft Tesam and Aleph, doctrines from a Pasig, Chaga Sukkah is Tasselacha. From the fact that the Torah says this teaches us that a sukkah gezula, stolen sukkah, is not kosher to be used. Tysus over there on Daptes asks a question: Why do we need a special pasuk to exclude a sukkah gezula that a sukkah that's stolen cannot be used on sukkahs? Typically, the havli mitzvah babavera. After all, it's a mitzvah being performed through an avera, and we know a mitzvah babavera is not valid. The Ritva also brings down this question. Tamil Milsa Lamlikra, why do I need a Pasik Tepikle Davli Mitzvah Baba Vera? Similar to what we find by a carbon and a love, there's a psul of mitzvah baba vera. On that the ritva brings down the tarot's beshame taisvis. The lakalamera mitzvah baba vera ella bidavar habalaratis. The havamina would have been, or actually Tysis' opinion is this way, that the din mitzvah baba vera, the psul of mitzvah baba vera, can only be applied to an item like a carbon or luv, which is balaratis, which comes to appease. And therefore, by a sukkah which does not have that characteristic, I I would have said a stolen sukkah is okay. Kamashwa on the Pasik Chaga Sukkah is Tasilcha. From the Ritva we see a tremendous Chiddush. We see a tremendous Yisait. That the Yisait of Luv and Esrik also has in a certain way an aspect like a carbon. That it's Balaratzis. It comes to appease. The Emes we find in the Gemara Masechtis Tainus and that Bezam Bez. The Gemara says, Amar Rebbe Lazar, Hayov Arba Minim Halalu, Enon Boin, Elo Laratzis Alamayim. After all, these four Minim come to appease HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the bringing of water. We find the concept of Luv and Esrik it's a concept of Ritzim, like the Ritva says, it is a concept of Ritzim similar to a carbon. According to this, we can understand properly what the Chassam Seifer meant to say. The Chassam Seifer would agree to Nitziv that there is no Havamin when it comes to eating matzah the night of the Seder, that there would be a Havamin at the Bezdana God that would eat matzah, and that would be the entire obligation of Achilles matzah. But rather, the Kavanah the Chassam Seifer was specifically by the Mitzvah Natila Slul of an Esrig. Since the Mitzvah Natila Slul of an Esrig has a Dinri like a gather of a carbon, and therefore there could have been a Havamina that Bezdin Agadol is the one that takes the Lul of an Esri. The whole obligation is just incumbent upon them, similar to a carbon Siva, where there's just one carbon brought for the entire Siva, and therefore the Tyranese Atemli will them that no, that it's incumbent upon. Every single person. And the Gemara continues, and the Gemara brings in a member, Amr of Yirmiyam, Mishim, Rishim, Bayachai, Kala Mitzvahs, Kulan, Enalim, Yaisib, Han, El, Derech, Gedelasan, all Mitzvahs, a person only fulfills his obligation, holding it the way it grows, Shenemar, Atse, Shitim, Aimdim. The fact that the Torah writes by the Karshea Mishkan, which are made out of cedar wood, the Torah writes the extra word of Aimdim, which is extra, the Torah could have just wrote Atse, Shitim. Why did the Torah have to write the word Aimdim? Aimdim comes to teach that one only fulfills his obligation by kala mitzvahs only if they're standing derech they lost on the way they grow. Rashi explains hamishkan like example the karashi hamishkan the in the mishkan v'hadas v'arava. However, Rashi leaves out the Esrig. Rashi mentions Lulav, Hadas, and Arava. And Rashi leaves out the Esrig. We mashu from Rashi that by the Esrig there is no din of Derech Kedelasen. And the question is, why not? 
Rebel Yashiv explains that really we find the Machaikas Rishonim whether by Esther there's a din that it needs Dafka Derech Gedei Lassan. According to the Shittas that it needs Derech Gedei Lassan, that's where the minute comes from. Before one makes the Bracha on Lulv and Esther, he flips it over, he picks it up with it upside down. And the reason why that helps is because you're supposed to make a Bracha before one fulfills the Mitzvah, Everlasi Yasan, and therefore by picking it up upside down, one is not fulfilling his obligation based on our Gemara that the whole Kola Mitzvah is Kulun Enanam Yaitzaben. However, this is not so simple. Like we spoke out, Rashi's Meduk, like the Rishayim that say, that when it comes to the Esrik, though by the Luav, and the Hadas, and the Arava, there's a din of Derech Gedei Lassan. However, when it comes to the Esrik, there is no din that has to be Dafke Derech Gedei Lassan. The question is, why not? Rabbi Yashiv explains, because after all, the Metzius is when an Esrik grows on a tree. So when it begins to grow, it is true that the Pitim is facing upward, and the Ukits where it grows from, where it's attached to the tree is downward. However, as the esrog continues to grow and it gets heavier and heavier, it begins to turn over and then it flips over with the pitham downward and the ukuts upward. Therefore, Dr. Abayashiv Rashi held that since it, after all, grows also upside down, Therefore, it doesn't pass the whole svar of Derech Gedei when it comes to an asterisk. Because really, however you hold the asterisk, either way will be Derech Gedei Now, there's an interesting question when it comes to Derech Gedei that we find in the Torah in Simen Tafrei Shlamid Sifyud Beis. The Torah says, Yesh Medaktikin, some people are Medaktik when they make a daif and make kanim, when they're making their wood, their, their wall of their sukkah out of wood, to dafka stand it up Derech Gedei the way it grows. Like you find by a love that you only fulfill your mitzvah of love when it's Derech Gedei Lassen. However, the Torah says, that's really not necessary. Because after all, walls are kosher even out of metal. And therefore, since by metal, obviously, there's no din Derech Gedei Lassen. So even if you make it out of wood, which is something that grows, but it's not any worse than metal, which does not have to be, obviously, Derech Gedei Lassen. The Ba'ath says, one can ask a question, according to the Medaktikim, the first opinion brought in the Torah, that even by the walls of the Sukkah, there's a din of Derech Gedei Lassan, that there's a Kapeda, they should be only lined up the way they grow. The Ba'ath says, if so, according to that opinion, what do they do with the Shach? When after all, you put the Shach facing downward on top of the Sukkah, how is that considered Derech Gedei Lassan? On this, the Bach offers two approaches. The first approach of the Bach is that when it comes to Shach, that is considered Derech Gedei Lassen, even to be sideways, because since when a tree grows, many times the tree bends over to the side. Therefore, sometimes you find the tree bending over. Therefore, for a tree to be bending over to the side, that's called Derech Gedei Lassen. And the only issue when it's not Derech Gedei Lassen is only if it will be totally flipped over upside down. The Emes is Rashi is Meduyik, like this approach as well. Because Rashi in our Sugi, when he says, he says, It has to be that the bottom is downwards and the Elyon is Lamala. The Pashas of Rashi is Mashma, that the only issue is if it's flipped over upside down. The second approach of the Bach is the reason why there's no issue by Schach even though it's not Derech Gedei Lassan, is because by Shach, since it's impossible to ever have it Derech Gedei Lassan, because after all your Shach, you have to make lying downwards, therefore al karchaf there's no kapeda when it comes to the Shach. The Emes is, I heard from my Shver, Shliter Bitzel Kazlitz, B'Shem Ramesha Heinemann, Uchayder B'Yanaf Gemina, these two approaches of the Bach. According to the first Svara, the reason why we say that by Shach, there's no problem for it to be lying flat down. And the reason why it's not an issue of not being Derek Gedei is because it is considered Derek Gedei because sometimes the tree leans over to the side. If so, what would Allah be by bamboo? Ramesha Heinemann felt that bamboo would not be kosher for schach. Because since bamboo, the way bamboo grows, if you ever see bamboo growing in the field, it grows straight up. It does not bend over to the side like a tree. Mela by bamboo, since the Derek Gedei is only straight up, one would not be able to use it for a schach, which is facing down to the side. However, according to the second approach of the Bach, that the reason why by schach we're not concerned of Derek Gedei is because Mimanashach, by schach it's impossible ever to have a Derek Gedei because you can't have it straight up. And according to that svar, who would then by bamboo, bamboo would also be kosher.
The Mishnah brought down from Yechidim and Breika that Chayyishodaka Hayim Avim Mechayvtin Eisim the Karka Betzile Amizbeach that they would bring branches of the palm tree and they would bang it on the sides of the Mizbeach. But Eisay Ayom Nikrachibat Acharoyes and that day was called the day of the banging of the Charoyes. Now Rabbi had explained in the Gemara what's the pshat in this minog Kitamar Matamar Zein Leiv Echad just like a Tamar tree a day tree only has one heart Af Yisrael Ein Lahem El so to Klai Yisrael only has one heart united to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in heaven. Rashi explains that according to Reb Levi, this was a Svara Ba'alma. It's not learned out from any Pasuk. Lav Mikranafik, it's not learned out from a Pasuk. Oh, Svara, it's a Svara Shu Simen Yafel Kilusin Shal Yisrael. It is a nice thing to do to go ahead and show the praise of Klal Yisrael that Yisrael Ein Lam El Leiv Echad Lavim Shavashemayim. Rebel Yashiv Shtels according to this. Rebel Yashiv is bothered. There's a Chiddush of the Sheet of the Rajbam, Mesephis Basra, Mesephis Baba Basra, and that Pei Aleph on the Beis. The Rajbam over there writes that to bring fruits that are chulen into the Azara is a problem of chulen la Azara. Even if you're not bringing it as a carbon, even just to bring in something which is not Kaddish into the Azara is forbidden. Tysus asks on the Rajbam, if so, a Kayin will never be able to walk into the Azara wearing regular weekday clothing. And in Mela, Tysus is bothered with the Rajbam, other questions as well. Tysus says, the Gemara says, that they used to eat other things of Chul and the Kehanim before they ate the Kachim in order that the Kachim should be able to be eaten when they're already satisfied. So he says, you see that they used to bring in things of Chul into the Azara. On both questions, Rabbi Yashu says, Rabbi will answer you that perhaps when it comes to the clothing, the clothing is bottled to the person who's wearing it. And as far as Taisha's question, after all, we know they would eat things of Chul in order that the Achil should be la Well, perhaps they ate it before they entered the Azara. But Akhilpanim, we have a Machlekes Rishonim, whether just to bring something which is Chulun into the Azara, not B'derech HaKrava, is that forbidden to be done? The Rashbam's opinion is that it's Aser. So Rabbi Yashu wants to know, if so, according to Rabbi Levi, if it's a Pasuk teaching us that one could bring a Lul of an Esrik into the Azara, that's understandable. But according to Rabbi Levi, that it's not learned out from a Pasuk, but rather it's just a way of showing Kilus and Shal Yisrael the fact that Klal Yisrael only has one heart, how are they allowed to bring in these Chariyashal Dekel, these branches of the palm tree, into the base Hamidish and to bang them next to the Mizbah? Rabbi Yashir says, we have to say, according to the Rajbam, that Enochanami. According to the Rashbam, they had to be maktish first to the Beis Hamikdash, these branches of of wood, and thereby they had a hetter to go ahead and use it to bang it on the side of the mizbeach. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a nonprofit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.